welcome Smita to your own show. Thank you, thank you, Ji, thank you, Ji. Or your own show is welcome, Tanvi, to your own show, and <laughs> welcome you. everyone to our episode number three of our podcast, which is called the Very Humorous Show. Okay, so uh, the reason why there's such a huge gap between our second show and our third show, not for y'all because y'all <laughs> just get we you just get us on a platter, yeah. but uh, we took a break because uh, life only became very humorous uh, show, you know what yeah. I mean. But uh, so we realized we you know through just basically keeping on talking through whatever we both were going through. And which we talk a lot. We can really talk a we lot. We talked a lot, and that's why you all have to listen to us. <laughs> um, uh, we just realized that there's a lot of crisis going on. There's a lot of work going on personally in our lives, and it's all in progress right now, all together. There's a crisis in progress. There's work in progress, and that's why. we got to this episode's name which is called heal in progress the realization and the aha moment was that uh, we're continuously working and we're continuously trying to achieve our goals and we're continuously trying to fire fight situations and crises in life and continuously trying to run from one fire to another then how can healing from something just be a definitive process of a start and an end and not something continuous and that's how we thought that if work can be in progress if crises are in progress then healing also is something that has to be in progress it had a positive impact on me to uh, call it heal in progress rather than i kept referring to just you know things piling on is like one crisis on yeah. top of the other yeah i have to get over it i have to the crisis yeah. in progress and you know sometimes the words that you attach to your problems so if if you know if there's baggage it's it's a bad thing so saying healing in progress actually makes you feel like you know you're going to get somewhere somewhere positive rather than be stuck in a situation i think that uh, it makes you not worry about the destination and forces you to say this is a journey and i'm okay with this this yeah, being and a journey yeah not a abhimanyu yeah. stuck in the chakravyu yeah, kind exactly. of thing you know that it, it's okay yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not going to reach anywhere it has to be continuous more like uh, but have you realized that um, uh, commits the midlife hmm we start thinking Winter about is all coming. these things <laughs> we start thinking about all these things a lot more i mean i don't remember thinking about healing or anything in my teens or 20s or maybe even early 30s but late 30s onwards and 40s definitely start thinking about all these existential things start thinking about why, why does everything feel so broken and so many repair jobs have to be done inside yeah. and why why does why are we all going through midlife because we are uh, right now i think in possibly the most uh, uh weird place because we have a community we have a tribe we know who our friends are family you know all of that is there but it's possibly the loneliest time in your life that's what i feel because there's almost no escaping who you are and who you've become 
when when you're in your 19s and like your 19 20 this question of who you are and what you become or who you are is so uncomfortable to not answer now in right. the life you know yeah. it was okay to just be like in the 20s to accept any version of yourself on i, I don't think mainly that i i call it lonely because i think uh, you were so happy being defined by other people in yeah. your 20s and 30s so uh, so why we, does it not work anymore because uh, you've outgrown a version of yourself you've outgrown a lot of people because you just you just chose certain people in your life or they chose you or they were or in the case of family they were chosen for you by life or maybe that the whole journey of life until now has now infused you with more confidence to actually hold on to who you really are or who you think you really are and don't want to be defined by somebody else is that yes the situation that i'm no long i don't want to be defined or that realization that i don't want to be defined by somebody else but myself and i think it's a, it's a lot of courage actually to hold on to who you are exactly yeah. and i i think it takes a lot of courage also to stop being who you were and that's where i think the crisis comes in because there are i mean clearly there's a crisis because certain things and certain qualities about yourself are not working for you anymore or consistently bring about conflict in your life so also the 40s make you or the late sorry whatever we, <coughs> we define midlife as late 30s early 40s so we leave it at midlife midlife makes you realize that uh, all is not hunky dory and you feel mm, hunky dory who's that guy <laughs> sounds like an ice cream brand hunky dory <laughs> come have a sunday here hunky mm, dory hunky, hunky dory. dory biceps <laughs> buy one get eight free <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know uh, you you tend to feel a lot more broken in your midlife and you feel like so many things that you need to address that you've shoved under the carpet and let it be fossilized in your emotional system in your physical system in they all seem to be knocking on right not heaven's door but knocking on your inside I door I hope not say, heaven's door yeah tak tak let me out let me out and it almost feels like all these voices or all these things that you've nicely tucked away inside your body emotions especially are all at a certain age are like just ha- want to be free yes they want, want to be free and there is nothing you can do but you run helter skelter to find who is going to help you open doors so that these emotions can let go and why why do we feel that why didn't we see it in our uh, earlier years that we were cracking ourselves and we were shattering our own souls glass and we were just breaking ourselves and suddenly you're sitting in the midlife and seeing this really shattered glass so um i love the conversation that we had about how and why i'm outgrowing people and i can't i don't know i don't i don't know that they have changed or whether i'm going through changes but there's there there are certain people and certain situations that i'm completely outgrowing and i i loved how you said that that tanvi you're going through a software upgrade and i just started laughing yeah. and i was like what So yeah and that then, that so, was amazing to put that in context. Yeah, yeah to set the context uh, what what Tanvi and I talked about was that we are like softwares we're like an operating system 
and uh, we've been there in different versions, old to new, throughout the lifetime that we've spent. And a lot of people have met us and installed versions of us in our earlier years. Mm. And a lot of people continue to meet us and install many, many versions of us as time goes by. Uh, in the present moment, those people who have not updated our latest version seem to find no place in our head. And that's a little disturbing. Or create a crisis in your head because you're like, yeah, they I confuse you on. that you've yeah. changed. Yeah. You were not like this. But if you are a human being, you are dynamic and you will constantly keep changing. So there's no, it's not possible that you can be a Windows XP version in when Windows 10 has released, right? Hmm. So the, the whole thing is that if you don't update my version... Are you saying they don't have a window to your soul anymore? Yeah, <laughs> or they have an XP window, but they need to get a 10 window. <laughs> I've lost lost me with the tech stuff. But uh, yeah. Don't get me started on the tech stuff because you'll really be lost and I'll have to really find you. <laughs> but the point being that... Uh, uh, when during midlife, when we actually start valuing our time on earth a lot more than we did in our 20s and our 30s, the first thing we go through is uh, this dilemma of why are the old relationships that used to work don't work anymore. Yeah. And hence that thought came to me that actually if you uh, uh, think of yourself as a software and if the people around you, those who have not updated the latest version of who you are, and not giving you that time and space to change your features of service, not giving you that time and space <laughs> to look different, to be different, but constantly question you on why you are not the old self. Actually, those are the most exhausting relationships and you need to let go of them. And that is uncomfortable because uh, they were your identity, right? They exactly. were your identity. And then you feel like, oh my God, I'm letting go of my identity. But on the other hand, there are also all those emotions that are knocking inside to say I do I feel like uh, I have all these uh, mimicry artists in my head and I, I just there's, it's, it's I by that I mean that there are all these different voices in my head which are constantly somehow telling me that this is you know if you do this this is like that I didn't know when they got inside my head and it's yeah. because you you let in a lot of people yeah. Uh, with a lot of trust and then sometimes it's like yaar abhi nahi chal raha I'm thinking that's what they call about uh, that's what they talk about experience of life right when uh, in our 20s and 30s we just uh, got blinders on and we just keep absorbing yeah and I think that uh, we don't know much about the inner world in our 20s unless you're you know very deeply spiritually awakened in your earlier years but uh, uh, we just focus on flexing we just focus on showcasing what is on the outside I may be dying from I've done it I'm dying from inside but I'm laughing and joking but like I said I was like super miserable because I was flexing a perception and it's so important in your younger years to feel grounded by a particular group of friends, to feel belonged in a, uh, like, you know, the, a sense of belongingness in a social community, to be liked. So you, you pile up layers and layers of artificiality and fakeness and, and it becomes so heavy on you that by the time you come in midlife, you're literally kicking to break those things, but it's so fossilized that it takes work to actually drill a hole in that and shatter that. So uh, I really feel like... Uh this uh, conversation came about because 
I always uh, attach so much uh, stupid glamour to midlife crisis. Uh, glamour? Yeah, where, you know, uh, uh, the flashy red car, the, the cliches, you yeah. know, it's like, that won't happen with me, I'm too yeah. grounded. Yeah. Uh, you know, that uh, I won't get a car, I won't get like that uh, <laughs> sort of uh, Botox. So, you know, that, that's what how I perceive midlife crisis, that you're letting go of your youth, so you try to reclaim it in different mm-hmm. manners. I think that's such a superficial thing that I used to look at, but I can see how in desperation people do that as a quick fix. But it's really because uh, the actual crisis is that, yes, you have absolutely are in the process of losing yourself. So one of the most shallow midlife crisis situations that I've had is like, I don't want to match my belt and purse. What? <laughs> and shoes. Can you stop doing this to me? Oh my God. I am, I've been traumatized by this in my 20s. You have to have a matching belt with matching shoes and matching handbag. No And in, in my oh 40s, I'm like, I, don't, I, am a, I am a free person. I will not match my handbag <laughs> with my shoe. Do <laughs> But I hear you. You know, you the, <laughs> all the flashy stuff and what you're giving reference to. The smallest things that you start, it starts like you want, it's like a repulsive action saying, yeah. mm, doesn't work for me. And while it feels great to be like very clear, doesn't work for me, it also feels like, is it the right thing? Because it used to work for me. It is, is a it very not? scary place is it, because is it you're is? like... Is it not? Is it? Is? Is and it that, that's the thing you're going through with your emotions also. That this is how I coped and this is how I acted with people. So they were in my life. And it's so exhausting to uh, not have people react to you, with you in a certain way. Good and bad. Yeah. Because it's the only familiar and the feeling you know. same goes for not just friends but family you know people who don't want you to change people who don't want to see that hey you used to be such a compliant kid now you're like a rebel kid yeah it is it is a tough uh, I'm not a piece of wood I mean even a piece of wood transforms so uh, to keep up with changes so all this happens so one of the things that I was thinking is that how is it that such a large quantity of people feel this these these feelings of the midlife depression midlife blues how is it possible that such a large age group I mean such a large uh, uh, you know quantity of people feel this same thing there must be something as a pattern you know and one of the things that I thought about is that I think that over the period a certain amount of self neglect that you do incrementally for sure it catches up with you in the midlife yeah and it makes you, it really kicks you to say, how can you ignore the most important person of your life, which is you yourself? Yeah. So are you saying that you start feeling not uncomfortable around people, but uncomfortable around you? Like, I, yeah. I feel like... Uh, uncomfortable around your own behaviors. Yes. Because they reek of self-neglect, which is now unacceptable to you in the midlife, where you realize that time is of the essence and time is what matters and you wasted so much time not giving any attention to your own self. I think one of the big reasons 
all across especially in women hmm. who who end up taking so many roles you know as life progresses you know sister, i know mother, I've, wife, I've daughter i throw whatever. myself into yeah. those roles with so, so much pride and you you look back and suddenly you are at uh, you know 40s or late 30s and going like what did i do for myself in my life you know yeah. and so much of it is gone back so i think not more than what did i uh, do so much for myself i mean i uh, for me but it's more about what am i going to do for myself now if i take away all these roles also because these roles are played out yeah. they are on auto freaking so while pilot. there is while there is i'm a, a tesla baby i'm a tesla <laughs> running out of gas <laughs> uh, it doesn't run on gas that was the j- <laughs> it could be that charger nahi chaltu but yes yes you know or needs to be charged up. yeah so yeah. basically everything that i didn't it's so interesting because everything that identified you actually doesn't work for you in the present moment but everything if leave, let going of those identities makes you feel completely untethered in this moment hmm. catch 22 what yeah. to do big words hai yeah so apart from self neglect any other thoughts that you have that what else causes midlife yeah you mentioned as you're growing up age and vanity and wrinkles on the face and acceptance of body changes i mean that have is have you just... seen the amount of people that are on, on the number of diets so i i alio valio talio palio kilio palio kilio chalio chalio chilio bilio zilio tilio ayo and kilio this is the pilio that are bhai kuch kha liyo no i think those are just uh, that that people who are cranky because oh. they are not eating well ichia with ghia ghia with chia liya just like bas karo have you had your collagen have you have not i understand you want to be young but let the body age and that is a big crisis that people face so i i uh, uh, not that my reason is some breakthrough but i realized that i was getting extremely tired because of my certain uh, non fitness habits i cannot even call them fitness habits but uh, the reason i switch to fitness and it was a large part that the pandemic just took away all all my other crutches of just moving on in life that i was like i can't go for a walk and when i was like nahi tu kuch aur kar hi nahi rahi hai you have no, to go, I, I go get, on the walk because you need fitness, to get out of but house. i think that uh, what i observe is that there is deep insecurity of i used to fit into this size when i was 18 uh, hell yeah. yeah you had two children after that your body is allowed to change i mean this is what i see like i have like under eye bags i have this i never had pimple i never had dimple i never had simple whatever what about the twinkle, twinkle. in your eye i never had twinkle <laughs> uh, but Only akshay kumar you know how uh, a lot of uh, a lot of healing as we were talking about uh, is the result of acceptance and that reaching that acceptance of who i am or what face i have and what body i have is is a journey yeah if you keep saying no 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 this is not happening and i i'll just fight it which is going to be really exhausted and it will happen but i uh, for me uh, i look at look at it from a different perspective i see it uh, uh, as also reclaiming a part of yourself that 
is lost probably I, yes yeah you yeah. know for me it's i uh, agree uh, it's not reclaiming it's the or reverse look of the self neglect that we mentioned exactly. right like i'm now going to focus on myself and not neglect my yeah and also that sense of that if i don't do it i'm going to end up with different types of illnesses a lot of them physical but a lot of them mental also in terms of you know where did i let myself go it's not just about weight but it's it's also a mental thing where i i let myself go therefore i am this yeah so i i feel that, i mean the the botox and everything we can make fun of but it's it's that what no, i feel like i i don't even want to be at that judgment where yeah. i'm like what what has this person gone through that they decided to inject their face that's that's the whole point that we're talking about there's no judgment on anybody doing anything it's their face their body their mind but the fact is that it is you can't move away that the midlife point brings all these things into the forefront yeah you're you running know? to the peak of that you're, you're this is this is probably a a huge cause of people having a crisis another one i i don't know what you think about this but uh, you know how we always have a dream of who we are in the 20s that in 30s we'll be this and in 40s we'll be this and in in 50s there'll be this and when none of that happens then the huge mismatch of expectation yes suddenly is like pop se dharti phate 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 samaj aao usme samaj aao usme you just feel like, yeah you just feel like oh oh i didn't achieve anything in my life i am a loser look at them self comparison another one look at that guy he has yeah. a blue car he has a yellow car he has a red car the trophy is actually that trophy wife is actually as such plain meaning you want to see yourself on that podium i have won trophy wife trophy husband oh my god but if it actually talking about a human being as a trophy which exactly. is exactly so, which is depressing exactly oh my god that's a very depressing but that idea. that's what i'm saying all these mi- midlife crisis cliches that you see uh, in movies he and everything more, and she has more he has a bigger apartment this is compare yourself self comparison continuously compare instead of putting effort of what you should be doing you're constantly comparing yourself and you're like killing yourself softly and 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 that sense that that when you reach that destination the destination you realize that you can't stop there then you want more yeah it's like that never ending carousel never ending story going or a giant wheel which is just not going to stop hamster's wheel hamster's wheel mm. that's giant exactly. wheel so you will stop because you'll be throwing up on people but yeah oh we can do bhaiya roko bhaiya nahi ho raha hai ulte ho rahe bhaiya so uh, also boring relationships in your midlife people you feel you're stuck with yeah and uh, you know this uh, uh, i i had someone very close to me to uh, proclaim i'm ready to meet new people and i was shocked i was like is this your uh, announcement that you're going to have an affair so no i just i'm ready to meet new people because um uh, i want to be stimulated you know this is sounding very sexual but this is not what this person meant yeah. but i i cannot i cannot take a certain kind of environment just because it's something i'm used to but i want to meet people at a level where i feel like i'm moving forward yeah 
there is your comfort zone and which is beautiful it is that warm blanket and you don't need to do anything when you're moving under that blanket but you need to step out of your comfort zone and the biggest thing is meeting never stopping to meet new people yeah you have no idea that what interest or what journey that person is on is going to have an impact on you yeah it's intellectual stimulation is something that we never thought of yes but it becomes very important all of a sudden at a certain age you're like i can't get bored i can't be around people that just make me uh, think regressively or th- make me uh, think not to my potential i want to be excited about meeting someone and having an exchange of thought exactly you know? uh when you're younger you're only exchanging drinks and parties and food and clothes and this thing but as you grow older you want to exchange thought and you want to exchange meaningful conversations and that is where you feel like oh oh who are these people that i hang out with and why can't i i connect anymore i connect anymore and then it's like my colleague alkin ah crisis yes. you know so from a social perspective from a physical nature as in like aging all these macaulay culkin moments of like ah there's one more you know how our parents uh whether they liked it or not our grandparents made them stand in front of the puja and say ab jay karo or mm. a, you know pray to god thank god pray to god and having a a uh, religious a mandir ritual or a or a prayer ritual you know yes. which was not an option whether god is there or not which our generation has the privilege of saying but god is not there science has not proved i have 15 different views on yeah. who i am in so relation to so my point god. is that the untethered spirit lack of spirituality kind of mindset right that where we don't yes. have to go to god and we don't have to pray and we you know we don't have to do anything because we are constantly we are so smart that we can question the existence of everything i think that also at uh, a certain age makes you feel very uh, foundationless where you're looking for hope you're looking for some belief you're looking for some faith to rescue you while you're spiraling down on a vortex but you don't have it because it's not a part of your practice there is so much information about what kind of crisis you can have how you need to immediately deal with it how you have to you know th- this is the meaning like do you have trauma do you have this you have that i felt like it put a lot of pressure on me once i realized that something is not fitting right that okay now what are the tools like all the tools are available to me should i do therapy should i do this should i do yeah. yoga should i go to a wellness retreat where 7 days later i meet meet like a nicole kidman like person and uh, my life is transformed forever yeah you know uh, but this conclusion that healing is not something stagnant healing is uh not a destination has taken the pressure that i'm i'm it now yeah i am i mean the whole has been plugged your your absolutely emotionally balanced and i feel like if you take even your one day and you if you just go through that day and because of the time mm-hmm. that we are in the time of our lives that we are in you are a sort of a not a 
victim of your environment but you are your environment sometimes mm-hmm. you're a victim sometimes you're the leader sometimes you're just a witness so i i feel like just saying healing and progress just say tomorrow is going to be maybe okay or not okay but you will be one step further not one step closer Yeah. that is the that is the biggest breakthrough i had where i was just like when am i going to feel okay when will i find that purpose in my life when will i feel like this is fucking it it's that itself is going to be a fleeting moment and the flip side of it is also going to be a fleeting moment so no pressure on both yeah so the midlife not only makes you midlife not only makes you uh realize that all these crises are there midlife also pushes you that you need to heal yourself you need to make this all right you cannot sit on it yeah there are all these sorts of things that are going on and are making you f- not be your potential but you need to fix it and in 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 this stage of life because you don't want to waste the second half of life you want to live an even more fulfilled experience and healing is very hard like you said there it are, is the toughest you know, thing there is therapy change the gear sanju par change kaise karu ratan ratan healing healing is not an easy process because it means so many different things to so many people and the internet has given us so many definitions of healing that everybody is just like confused rabbits yes you know they're just like what does it mean you know mm-hmm. it's the same thing like yoga like nobody can tell you what yoga means because there is just so much yoga mm. is it hatha yoga power yoga this yoga that yoga what people are confused the same thing with healing that what does healing mean no oh, no 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 i cannot go and sit on a mountain top and meditate mm. uh, that's not that's meditation is one form of healing yeah but uh, so while it's hard but it still needs to be done and and the the this stage of life actually tells us enough of now projection of outside now you have to work for the inside and that is so hard it is so because you have to meet yourself you have to confront your own self with honesty and it's the hardest thing on earth to look into yourself in the mirror and say i hate my job i need to f- do something i love oh but i have to pay bills i hate the friends that i hang out with they make me feel horrible but i need to go and find new friends it's a se- it's a i hate of, my skin uh... and my wrinkles oh my god i have to accept i'm aging whatever the crisis might be there is such an honest confrontation that needs to happen and it's damn scary it's the scariest place on earth i i just feel like a lot of my habits i need to go to a habit rehab a lot of my <laughs> habits are and i don't want to con- confuse them with my personality yeah. but i would say a lot of my i need to go to a habits rehab because they are so addictive so i know that you're a travel junkie but uh, that is why you would like to even take a trip to go to a habit rehab but uh, you must uh, sorry five. to sorry to burst your bubble but there's a beautiful book by james clear it's called the atomic habit mm. and it is the most path you know what i have a great book. habit of starting a book but i have not finished that book so i don't know what you're talking about maybe you want to do audio books uh-huh. but 
Maybe you don't want to do audio books. Why do you think podcast is uh, going to work for everyone? But that that book is very very effective in changing habits. Yes. And when you change habits, you probably your process of healing comes with changing habits. Exactly, it's 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 the simplest uh, key. What are you the know, methods that you use time. to heal yourself? Well, methods. As in, what are the different uh, different avenues that you've explored? Saying okay, ah. I think this could heal me or that could heal me. Not being afraid of being alone more. I feel like my cup runneth over, thankfully. So you're saying that when you spend time with, with yourself, it heals you. With friends and family, yes, I have. So the I have time. everything. I have everything in terms of a great uh, environment around me, and but to detach myself. uh from that environment and find my own validation is one of the the trickiest uh, healing um, sort of a journey yeah that i'm on uh because uh it's the toughest thing to do when you are spending your time ja- you know being alone yeah uh you you get to revisit a lot of stuff for yourself where you're just like yeah shut the fuck up but you know i i just i'm not shutting the fuck up inside yeah i also feel that uh, healing as a word needs to be very uh, uh, made very accessible rather than inaccessible uh, items like uh, you know or big ticket items not inaccessible it's a big ticket item for sure it's like oh you for healing you need to yes i mean there are cases where you need to go to a doctor and do do all kinds of stuff and people should do that but there are very small hacks that i have encountered in my own life that have actually healed me uh, and for, say for example learning the guitar I mm. I learned it for the love of music but I actually now realize that 14 years of playing the guitar uh, it has been the most cathartic experience because through the guitar came out poetry and through poetry came out emotions but when I was learning the guitar I didn't see it as uh, a healing tool but it did happen or even also uh, I think it widened your world in terms of perspective exactly. because of the kind of people you connected with and by people i mean fellow artists and exactly audiences who so the, used to have this kind of like that crazy feeling of connection yeah. you know which is uh, i so the inward journey that i took within is to find out who am i and what do i like and when i started doing things that i like which is learning music which i liked which led me to meeting more artists and more musicians and more like minded people I realize that the space that I'm bouncing in is so interest based and I'm so happy in it that something inside of me is changing and I would like to term it as me getting healed from all the broken bits that I could see in myself and it's happened and slowly but surely not just music I just because that music came about I realized I need to find out more of my interests and be around more people like uh you know I have interest in astronomy or or in any other place where the conversation becomes very interesting because you really want to hear about those again things. therefore it's a, it's a identity crisis can be so fulfilling yeah rather than you know i i want to change that that sort of attachment of trauma yeah 
to an identity crisis you know where also, you know i had people slip like is. when i would talk about i'm feeling like this i had a couple of friends saying whoa you're having some sort of a identity crisis whenever anyone is talking to me now i'm going to say congrats badai ho yeah yeah identity, identity crisis hua hai aap bahut khush hone wale ho it's like ho. identity crisis is like my water broke to be reborn <laughs> to give birth to a new yeah. me <laughs> it's exactly like that that if somebody is having an identity crisis that means the badai ho badai ho bachcha aa raha hai bachcha the insider kicking to uh, come out naya bachcha aa raha so the one realization that i had is that anybody looking to heal themselves and not wanting to go through uh, you know uh, or wanting to do a diy yeah you know uh, must first look at what they are interested in oh fuck i had just had a realization i am a diy person not only in crafts but also in life life yeah <laughs> but it is nobody is going to do it for yourself yes you have to do it yeah and uh, go out there find people doing things that you love doing and you see how your inside start repairing themselves i i i love this i love this song by kid kadi and i'm not heard it for a while but you know music has something that always good music always has a couple of lines which just you know just stick with you and this one has really stuck is i'm on the pursuit of happiness and i know everything that will shine ain't always going to be gold but hey i'll be fine once i get it and i'll be good you know so i have no idea what is my pursuit my i mean i don't know what sort of a pursuit i yeah. am on but i'm in the pursuit of some sort of gold yeah. i'm fucking indiana jones right now running from a giant and i'm fine i'm good rock but you know i'm running towards something i'm on an adventure it's actually very comforting to know that it's not a destination and no matter where you are on the journey you're healing yes and that's most important you have to have fun with it you have to have fun with it read somewhere that if you laugh a little if you smile a little if you uh, you know all those little positive emotions that you feel end up going inside of you and healing you hmm so which is why uh, do what you love be with people that you love do things that that create joy and uh, slowly but surely i think that every crack that midlife shows you and light it shows you and soon light starts passing through that and then it, yeah it, you know that uh, that uh, that saying where charity begins at home and you always thought that, i always thought that it meant that you just keep doing good for people it yeah. like it's charity begins at home just just yeah. be kind to yourself man just be kind to yourself and being focused on your own self unlike the conditioning that we've been taught is not selfish yes it's actually self love i think it's a and you know i i really think it's a very big indian hangover yeah ma ke family ke liye sacrifice friends ke liye kitna acha ladka ladki hai khud ke liye खुद का नहीं देखता है पर सबका देखता है या ही टेक्स सॉर्ट ऑफ एक्सटर्नल वैलिडेशन एक्सटर्नल वैलिडेशन एंड यू ऑलवेज मेडिसिन या यू एसोसिएट ओ लुक यू नो वेस्टर्नर्स गो फॉर थेरेपी बिकॉज दे आर तो वेरी सेल्फिश दे तो लीव द हाउस एंड देन दे गेट लॉस्ट एंड ऑल 
instead of looking at it it's they go for therapy because they have they have a fucking balls to be on their own away from whatever life conditioning has happened and be on their own path so much of our lives validation you're taught very early comes from what people will think of you log kya kahenge yeah. you don't know but how this kind of chronic programming yeah again that we go through is the software upgrade that we need nahi log kya kahenge tum khud ko kya kahogi sali raat ko wo pehle socho is someone teaches you You know that that ritual of prayer that आईने के सामने खड़े हो जाओ और तुम खुद अपने आप को क्या कहोगे वो सबसे ज्यादा इम्पोर्टेंट है वो किसी ने नहीं सिखाया वो किसी ने and and that you know that I have lost that ritual of you know that's that Indianness that I want to get in where that all those rituals no have lost meaning for us because we think we are very cool and you know following traditional traditions is something we see our parents have lost their sense in but the tradition of starting your day with a prayer in front of god if you take away all the bhaktness and everything out of it is the most purest form because it's a tradition of spending time with yourself first thing in the morning that's your own time and in the night going to sleep knowing what do you want not from god but from yourself yeah. from your life that is a it's, it's a way it's, of healing it's a way of healing and if you look at these rituals which is now can be you know you can buy a 500 rupee gratitude journal or you can sit down and say a prayer which is your own yeah is the is the kind of routine that is missing from our life so i i have gone back and seen so many of these traditions and i'm like why are they there i have a i have a daughter what traditions am i inculcating and when i look back at some of the indian traditions they are absolutely beautiful but their context for us and our parents has been lost no but that's why we have to use our modern intelligence and we have to use our creative brain i love it that intelligence is in quotes guys because you can't see it <laughs> but yes yeah so yeah there's there are so many uh, things that if we actually let our ego off and we just do it like the the spiritual tethering or the interest based life that one lives these little things and these little priorities might just you know help us move forward much faster than what we're going at and at the end of the day that's what you want to feel in your head it's also psychological that yes i'm healing every day of my life yeah i am healing and there's nothing more important than that again i've been labeled as the most formal person and uh, in between you know when you're wearing that label for too long you you feel the weight of it sometimes saying that are people like just like you know is it a joke like what you you know how you stupidly question yourself in relation to what people tell you who you are and i i i'm i'm going to wear it with 
tried i have a lot of fomo for life i do not want to miss out mm-hmm. on what is there i am at that stage where if i am not going to settle down you know your 40s may you say you've settled down i am not i am going to be unsettled and that is going to be the set, most settling part of my life okay i don't want to be like yeah this de- this decade mein everything i'll figure out ye hai wo hai wo sab hai nahi i will want it to be a continuing journey we are all damaged in our own way nobody's perfect i think we are all somewhat screwy every single one of us what wow, did you write this i wish aristotle johnny depp <laughs> very depp so very very depp very depp but so comforting that nobody is alone on this journey of being broken or being healed we're yeah. all in this together if only we allow ourselves to be who we are and talk about things it'll just feel amazing and it'll feel like life is good it's okay i'm not the only one and you're very well healed what according to you are the pillars of healing personally taking my uh, i think it's a double edged sword but i don't have to take myself so seriously but at the same time i really need to take myself seriously you know what i mean yeah yeah i hear your sister so take your that's deep again johnny deep johnny deep maybe johnny deep for me uh there are only a couple of things that come straight up is one is completely work towards aligning yourself to who you are hmm. time is very little and just get really pissed off and bored living some other identity that you don't relate to so spend a lot of time in knowing who you are and invest in yourself to know who you are hmm. so there's an author called vex king and i haven't read the book but the title was so attractive that it just took me a second to buy it on kindle healing is the new high wow take a big puff and <laughs> on pass that note pass the joint around. thank you very much for listening to us and we hope that your journey of healing stays continuously in progress and that you live a more fulfilled life just as how we both intend to do da, da, da. thank you smita